DLSU Radio, Green Giant FM. Welcome to a new episode of the What's Up Bro podcast, where we come to know the De La Salle brothers and not just the brothers from the De La Salle University, more up close and personally. My name is Cora and with me is the one and only Brother Ouija. Hi Cora and welcome to everyone who's viewing this uh, very special podcast episode of What's Up Bro. Uh, this is Brother Vigi from the De La Salle Brothers of the Philippines Vocations Ministry Office. And with us this uh, in this episode are two brothers who will be uh, sharing more about their lives and their stories as De La Salle Brothers. So let's welcome Brother Inigo from the United States of America and Brother Vic from De La Salle. Hi, brothers. Hello. Hello. So before we get down to it, of course, I just want to start by asking everyone, what's up, bro? How are you all doing? Or feeling, especially since we've all, or at least for us here in the Philippines, we've all been under quarantine for more than a year now. Yeah. Would there be anyone who'd like to share? Brother Vic, would you like to start? <laughs> What is this? Oldest first, huh? Yeah. <laughs> No, wisest uh, first. Really? Nako. Yes. Uh, yeah, the, the quarantine, of course, has, has really changed our lives in many ways. Um, those of us who live in a school, uh, in many ways, are blessed because we mm-hmm. have space we can walk around in. Uh, there's, you know, but at the same time, it's very, what, very sad, very lonely because mm-hmm. uh, school should be a place where you're listening to kids uh, laughing and joking and, you know, and uh, we are, mi- all of us, I think, all the brothers are missing that, you know, that, uh, mm-hmm. that liveliness that uh, is all around the school when kids are around. So, yeah, it's, a, it's very different this year. Yeah, I can't imagine, especially for us students who love seeing the brothers around, for sure. How about Brother Inigo? Would you like to say a few words? Yes, currently I'm in uh, St. Mary's College of California here in Moraga, California, uh, mm. in the Bay Area. I, I just transferred to the United States last year in August. Uh, I'm doing my doctoral studies here. Mm-hmm. And I, I came here in a very challenging time as as we know there's uh, the pandemic when i came here there were the california fires i had mm-hmm. to do quarantine in napa and nearby there were fires in the napa area and uh, when i finished my 14 day quarantine when i came to the campus it was also similar to the one experienced by the brothers in the philippines There were basically no in-person classes. Even for my classes in the doctoral program, we do it in Zoom. So it's very challenging. Uh, although in the past few weeks here in the United States, slowly things are getting better because a lot of people are getting vaccinated. And luckily, I also got my two shots. Um, so. Thanks be to God for for that. Amen. Thank you so much for that. And hopefully everyone is staying safe, especially on the way to recovery from everything that's been going on. And of course, last but not least, Brother Ouija, I'm sure you also have some life updates that you would like to share. 
That's true. Uh, thanks for that, Clara. Actually, uh, Brother Vic and I live together in Lipa. So if you see this uh, part of this uh, our screen, it's the same. Mm-hmm. So that's a cue that we have a lot of... Uh, we live in the same house, community, in, in the community. And that's very interesting for this year as a young brother. You know, uh, I just transferred from Iligan last year, uh, school year 2019 to 2020. And... Mm-hmm. Um, Throughout the pandemic, it's really the community life that that allowed me as a young brother to to be sustained in the mission. You know, um, teaching now in this year uh, through Zoom, um, doing vocations ministry through Zoom, uh, through on- the online platform is very very challenging. Um, but in, in a sense, the the community life has always been there, even though we're we're stuck or not stuck. We're we're in quarantine. No? And we're waiting for all the students and teachers and the life of the school to to really go back because we see it every day and it's very very different. And the only thing that is standard or the the only thing that that's constant uh, with you know, you know everything that's been that has been changing is really the the brothers in the community. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the real personal intimate connection that that we we have had in the past year. Yeah. That's nice. Well, actually, it's really great that you mentioned also that the life of the school and the intimacy and just the the essence or the life of the Lasallian virtues and the charism is very much alive when it comes to meeting and encountering the De La Salle brothers. I know that in DLSU, there is this open house where students get to enter where the brothers live and they also get to share in some really interesting and intimate conversations as they get to know more about vocation and how community life is really important to the De La Salle brothers. Yeah, that's true. And in fact, it, all of us, I think, uh, had a part of our life intact. You know? So uh, we're all students of De La Salle College and then eventually De La Salle mm-hmm. University. And we know that in the recent years, uh, the brothers have Uh, would organize a program called the Live In. You know, it, mm-hmm. it, the open house is really open to everyone. The Live In, uh, of course, is a chance for young people to get to meet, eat, and greet the brothers. Um, and that goes through for a lot of our communities in the Philippines, not just in Taft, but in a lot of the communities. Mm-hmm. That's a common practice. And of course, we miss that now. So uh, hopefully we get to also talk about what what goes in the and what happens in the live-in program and and the conversations that are shared and of course the food and the the company that is enjoyed among the brothers and young people mm-hmm. i think it's also very filipino for everyone to really bond over whining a uh, wine and dine actually or just being able to share meals with each other and actually i heard that or at least in some of my researching, I've come across this vineyard that the De La Salle brothers own. I think it's called Mont La Salle Vineyard, if I'm correct. Um, Maybe anyone or maybe Brother Vic or Brother Inigo can share a little bit more with us about the history. Like, how did it come to be? Oh, here we'll start with the younger one. Yeah. I mentioned a while ago that I did my 14-day quarantine when I arrived here in California. And I actually did my quarantine in Mont LaSalle, in the winery. 
Wow. Um, so it was it was it's a beautiful property, hundreds of acres um, by the by the hills of Napa, California. It was the former novitiate of the brothers and right now it's there are still two brothers communities there's there the provincialite community and the retirement community of the brothers of San Francisco New Orleans district so the winery uh, started in Napa in the 30s uh, when the brothers decided to transfer their original winery in Martinez California so the Martinez area in the Bay Area is getting crowded. So they decided to move up to Napa, to the Napa Valley. And then from the 30s up to the 80s, the brothers run that winery in Napa, uh, in Montlasal particularly. And uh, the, the brothers in this area of the United States became uh, famous for for the Christian Brothers wine and the Christian mm -hmm. Brothers brandy. And uh, the brothers used the the income from from the mm -hmm. winery to to help out students who are having financial difficulty in schools, and also to to help in the operation of the training of the brothers, the running of our of our formation houses and our retirement houses. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It really is a very beautiful area there. The, we still have the vineyards, right, Brother Inigo? Yes, the uh, the winery operations were sold in the late 80s, in 1988 to 1989. But the brothers kept the property, the Mont LaSalle property. Mm -hmm. So the, the, the communities, the two communities I mentioned are still there. And the Brothers Cemetery is also still there. Uh, it, it's a beautiful property overlooking the hills of Napa. Wow. Have we, uh, have, may I ask, have we kept the uh, Christian Brothers brand in our in the wines? Or in Brother, the I th we, we sold the brand oh, together with the operations. Mm -hmm. So we sold the winery operations, the brand. We just kept the wine, the, the vineyards and the Mont LaSalle property. But right now, the vineyards in the Mont LaSalle property is being rented by a nearby winery. So there's still uh, vineyards in the area, but it's mm -hmm. being rented by a different company. Yeah, yeah. thanks for sharing that, Brother Inigo. And uh, we know, of course, in the States that um, with the history that you've shared, uh, and even in the Philippines, how wine is very important for the brothers, not, not particularly um, just you know, just about drinking the wine, but mm -hmm. but really about gathering together around the around drinks, around food, around the company of the brothers. And and I'd like to ask, how's uh, community life doing for you, uh, brother Niga, in the states? It is uh, great. I live in a community of about 10, 10 brothers, mm -hmm. and um, it's it's a it's different because as brother. Brother Vic, I've said we're in a different situation, very challenging situ situation. So most of the time, it's just the brothers who are here in in the community or even the school. Although right now we get more and more students living inside the campus, uh, those who are living in a dormitory. So 
even though I live in the United States, even though I am in a different culture, the brotherhood that I've experienced in the communities in the Philippines, in the brotherhood mm-hmm. I'm currently experiencing in my community here at St. Mary's College is pretty much the same. Uh, I think that's one of the beauty of of religious life, particularly the brothers' life. Everywhere you go, you know, the, when you visit the community, you you feel the the fraternity, the warmth, the good food, and the good conversations. You're the baby in that community. Um, <laughs> I, I live with uh, several brothers. The oldest is 91. I am the youngest professed brother, although we have an incoming postulant who's living with us. And he's the youngest. He's 22. So I'm technically wow. not the youngest in the community. Okay. Which is good. You don't get all the work then. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the work. <laughs> How about you, Brother Vic? How is community life for you right now? Uh, I'm really enjoying uh, community life here in, in Lipa. Um, we have a community of seven brothers. And... Uh, a couple of dogs and five cats uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah well the house itself I mean as, as an older person the house here is very uh, senior friendly because we don't have any uh, second floor it's all mm-hmm. on one level and we do have a, a nice garden outside um, and even we brother Ouija and I we are next door neighbors And we have our own little backyard uh, garden here, which he takes care of. Uh, but yeah, here in the, in in uh, in Lipa right now, uh, let's see. There's three of us who are seniors, over mm-hmm. 60, meaning over 60, uh, or four of us, right? Actually, four. Uh, so it, it's a it's a mixture of ages, but at the same time, uh, I, I'm very happy here. To tell you the truth, I'm really enjoying my stay here in Lipa. Oh, that's lovely to hear. Actually, I can very much relate to all of the things that you said in terms of just being in a really beautiful state of community with, especially in these times where it's hard to be alone. I can't imagine how great it must feel to know that you always have the the De La Salle brothers to lean on. And I'm sure that more of our listeners would love to hear about the community life of the De La Salle brothers, and we will get back to that after this short break. Hey, ID121 Froshies! Last call before the online concert begins. Jaw-dropping performances of different organizations in DLSU. Isanigo, Shirebound and Busking, Carousel Casualties, Sleep Alley, Serotonin, and many more. For more updates, check them out on Facebook, www.facebook.com slash DLSUFWARW, and on Instagram, at DLSUFW. Tune in at the official Facebook pages of DLSUCSO, Frosh Welcoming and Annual Recruitment Week, and the Lasallian Personal Effectiveness Program. This July 17, 2021, by 4.30 p.m. to catch their performances.
Welcome back to our episode of What's Up, Bro? Today, we are here again with Brother Vic and Brother Inigo. And with me, of course, is Brother Ouija. Hi, Cora. Welcome back, everyone. And earlier, we were talking about how, uh, where, of course, the brothers, our guest brothers are and mm-hmm. uh, how they're doing. And it's interesting to uh, talk about, really, after after sharing about how community life is for them, Um Now it's interesting. I am just curious about this. How does our community life, now as a young brother, and of course all our listeners here are in, are are curious about how does community life also affect our ministry as De La Salle brothers? Of course, teaching in the schools and meeting young people. Is there a connection, and how does that affect the way that we serve others, the way that we teach, the way that we do our work? Okay. Um... When when a brother is is in a particular ministry, he he is conscious of the fact that he is sent to that ministry by his community. He's not there alone. He is carrying out the mission of the community. Maybe in a personal capacity, the kind I mean the, the classes he has, uh, mm-hmm. the other responsibilities he may have. But he he is conscious of the fact that he is there as a brother sent by the brothers you know commissioned in that sense by the brothers for that particular ministry and i think that's always for me anyway it's been very uh, encouraging mm-hmm. that i know that the brothers are behind me that the brothers are are, are supporting me in, in my ministry and uh, whatever challenges come through that ministry sometimes i go back to the community and it is from the community that i get encouragement that i get new insights as to you know mm-hmm. what what might be ways of, of uh, addressing different challenges so uh in that sense you know community life is very important because it has uh it's a the ministry is an extension of our community life in that sense mm-hmm. and I'd, i'd like to piggyback on that with when you when you're in a community your work is uh, is not just your work because base because basically you share your experiences to to your community especially during meals yeah um, so during meals you talk about you know what happened to you in school how was your class a, a brother or a young brother could ask you know i have this experience a while ago in class what do you think is this the, the what's the, the correct or what are the options what would be the best options to deal with this particular situation so when when you work as a brother it's not just your work you share it to your community and your community members the brothers are more than willing to share their thoughts to help you and in, mm-hmm. in whatever ways they can so that and i think that's the beauty of community life because although you have work but you you're able to share it and the brothers are able to help you in your work right yeah and interesting to to follow up on that one it's interesting to i think that's something very special among the brothers or maybe among religious communities right yes. the, the fact that um we all have our assignments we all have our work or, or ministries to do But also the fact that we have a a band of, of or a band of brothers no? to to actually walk us through it, especially um, when we're conscious about the chemistry and the mix of the brothers in the community. Not all are seniors, not all are young. Mm-hmm. It's a mix. So the 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 varied 
experiences allows the community life to really flourish right and of course maybe it would be interested interesting to know how um of course students like Cora or, or our listeners who are students um what would be an interesting question or uh the interesting fact that um that people would usually ask about the brother's life about the what happens in the brother's community right Mm-hmm. Actually, I I had a question because you all mentioned about how community life strengthens your ministry and how you go about your vocation and answering the call that you've been given. How do you strengthen, in that sense, your community life as Lasallian brothers? Are there things that you do together, maybe in your free time, that just nourishes that relationship that you have with each other? Okay, well, what's what's uh, important in a community is that we come together regularly to pray, mm-hmm. uh, to have uh, to offer mass, uh, you know, as as a community to be uh, to reunited in prayer. Mm-hmm. But also, uh, as Brother Inigo already said, you know, meal times are very important for us, uh, and they're scheduled. You don't just come anytime you want. Okay, in that sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, Meal times and and we do that also out of respect to our uh, house helpers who might be you know uh, who need the time also to to to, to clean and so forth. So uh, mm-hmm. but meal times are are uh, very important and uh, don't think that it's all serious. There's kanchawa, mm-hmm. yes. you know what's the latest uh, uh, you might have heard uh, joke and so forth. Uh, so we enjoy. Uh, those times together so uh, those those to me are very important you know the times for prayer and the times for gathering as a community to enjoy each other's mm-hmm. company uh, sharing uh, uh, the food on the table mm-hmm. and, and to add one, one of the things that I like here in in the US uh, is I, I think which is not very common in the Philippines probably because of weather you know after after dinner after supper some of the brothers would walk around the campus and then just continue talking and uh, you know sharing stories because the, the weather is uh, cool so especially during um, spring and autumn so aside from the meals and the, the prayers together the mass there are also other times you know that the brothers would gather and mm-hmm. sometimes even for example during the weekends some of the brothers may decide to of course pre-pandemic times you know go for a road trip or mm-hmm. go uh, some brothers may have the same hobby Like for example, or here I I, I live with these with this uh, incoming postulant, and sometimes after dinner we would play basketball. So so it it's it's really about you know sharing sharing uh, our our talents, our experiences. If if you have a common interest, you also do that mm-hmm. in the in the community. Wow, that is truly heartwarming. It's honestly so nice to hear that you all still work together to enrich what you've already been given. And actually, on that note, I just wanted to ask, perhaps on behalf of us, the youth or our listeners today, 
how can we find community, especially when we're all socially distanced? And are there any tips that you can give for us to go by and take away from what you've all shared today? Maybe those of you who are more into social media might want to answer that. <laughs> I, Actually, um, I, I, would, I would have to be honest and, and say that um, community life is really something great. But the pandemic also, of course, takes its toll, right? Yes. And, and even for young young students or young people like us, you know, so it's it's really something difficult to understand. Uh, this is all uh, new to us. And, mm-hmm. and in fact, even on a face-to-face uh, school setup or even a normal setup without the pandemic, building relationships is something um, challenging for, for young people to do. Right, especially in college, right? yes. um, that you know you're trying to figure yourself out. You're trying to discover what you really like and what you dislike, who you like and who you dislike, mm-hmm. um, and and you know building up on those challenges. Here comes the pandemic that disconnects us, ironically, mm-hmm. even with the with the online setup. But of course, there's still hope with the fact that we are no longer um, we are no longer oh no. In a more positive note, we are connected through the online platform, but it's really more on the intention to do it. I think mm-hmm. the the intentionality to build genuine relationships has to has to be highlighted. Um, mm-hmm. It's not something, right? It's not something that you just do on on a class break, for example, right? That's you go true. to Agno or you go to Archer's place and you meet people there. But now, well, I don't So. Um, I think what's important for us now, uh, for us students and, you know, for, for those who are working, is the intention to actually build those relationships and to find creative ways to do it, no? Um, but yeah, it, it's a challenge, but being more intentional about it, I think, would help us a lot. Brother Luigi mentioned to find creative ways to do to do it, to, to live out community life. Mm-hmm. And even in a in a online setting, maybe I just want to share this uh, example. During the during Easter, after the Easter vigil in the different communities, many brothers communities have gathered online, just you know, greeting each other, Happy Easter. Mm-hmm. And we were in each communities. We we were gathered in a meal different communities where we're gathered but we were connected online and that I think that was very powerful that was very meaningful even though I am here in the United States I was able to celebrate Easter with mm-hmm. the brothers in the Philippines oh, yeah. <laughs> and I think brother Weege and brother Vic were there during that gathering so that we that we ha- we're in a challenging moment right now in a challenging time because of the pandemic but the resources that we have uh, are very helpful in order to enrich our community lives in a different way. Yeah, and, and just to add to... Uh, Brother Vic, would you like to add to what Brother Inigo said? Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, uh, I just wanted to, to add no, that um, Easter, the Easter celebration was really something um, significant for all of us because it marks the 
maybe almost more than a year, more than yeah. a year that we're all in quarantine. Because yeah. usually the brothers, just to add to community life, uh, we are in a community in you know geographically, but on a bigger scale, we usually gather during Holy Week, and mm-hmm. we haven't done that in two years already. So so uh, we miss each other a lot. Well, I miss the brothers a lot. So, yes. um, Uh, yeah, so it's it's really something that speaking about intentionality, it's really something that we could build on, right? And and having this online setup now challenges all of us, not just the brothers, all of us, on how to build our own circles of community, even even at home, even in your classrooms, right? So it's a challenge. It's a challenge for all of us. But you you also remember, brother Winji, brother Inigo, uh, that was a pretty spontaneous thing that happened at Easter. Right. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, one community shared their uh, their their celebration with another, and then it just caught on, and everybody mm-hmm. else jumped jumped in. Uh, so yes, I, I agree with what Brother Indigo said, and I, I think for him, especially being abroad, um, it would be much more meaningful, you know, to see uh, all the brothers uh, coming together. And we were, of course, we had the, the joy of Easter was certainly there. Um, and uh, we were really having fun, uh, enjoying each other's company, and and being able now to come to to connect one community with another. That was really great. Yeah, that's right. And I think I think uh, just to like uh, just to summarize uh, the community life. Mm-hmm. Um, when, when we had that, what I experienced as a young brother is really our community life isn't just for us, right? Uh, I, I think the community life now, the, the challenge for all of us brothers is is that yes, as we build community life in our homes, when we go to school, when we minister to young people, when we work with our Lasallian partners, I think the challenge is also to build community with young people. No, so the question for us now is how do we build that community with young people, with students, with teachers, with Lasallian partners, and and everywhere and anywhere we go. I think. Um, that's the main call for us now as brothers. How do we still continue to be brother to everyone that we meet? Yeah. Yeah, and that, honestly, for me, listening to this conversation, that leaves me on such a positive note. And I guess that's a wrap, really. Once again, thank you so much to Brother Vic and Brother Inigo for joining us on this special episode of What's Up, Bro? It's been such a short but an incredibly sweet time listening to both of you share your stories on community life and giving me, especially who hasn't grown up as a Lasallian or in Lasallian education, more about the life of the Lasallian mission and so do you have any last words for our viewers brother brother Luigi yeah uh, uh, for all of us of course who are listening to this episode uh, thank you very much for joining and for brother Nigo and brother Vic thank you very much for sharing your stories uh, I hope you are all safe and um, of course we miss you brother Nigo back in the Philippines <laughs> I hope you're safe in the miss state you too, every one of you <laughs> Yeah, and for all of us, the Salians and friends, uh, if you want to get to know more about the De La Salle brothers, you can just go to our social media platforms on Facebook and YouTube. Uh, you could look us up at uh, the De La Salle brothers of the Philippines, and on Instagram and Twitter, you could find us at DLS Brothers PH. And uh, for those of you who are very, very interested to really get to know us and to have a conversation with us, send me an email at vocations at delasal.ph. 
and we'll continue our conversation there. Thank you so much, Brother Luigi. And of course, for all of you out there who enjoyed this episode, you can be sure to stay tuned for another one real soon. But until then, you can keep posted on Green Giant FM social media. That is our Facebook, which is facebook.com forward slash Green Giant FM. Or also on our Twitter, that is at Green Giant FM. And our Instagram at Green Giant FM. But of course, you can also find us on our website, that is GreenGiantFM.com as well as our YouTube, which is DLSU Radio, Green Giant FM. So once again, I am Cora. I'm Brother Luigi. And this has been What's Up, Bro?